Hey, welcome to Your Next Step. This podcast is dedicated to introducing you to an amazing group of coaches from around the world. My name is Kevin Streit, and I have the privilege of interviewing coaches who are coaching people in all kinds of life realities. These coaches are coaching in the areas of relationships, of marriage, of self-improvement, of business transitions and success in business, how to start a business, uh, finding new avenues for health, uh, including diet, including recovery from illnesses, including recovery from things like cancer and other severe illnesses, recovery from divorce. The list is really endless. And so I want to thank you for joining me today, and I hope you will enjoy today's episode and every episode and interview of Your Next Step. Thank you, everybody, for joining us on this episode of Your Next Step, and I am really pleased to have Craig Hardell with me today. And uh, so his his uh, coaching helps ambitious yet unfulfilled men and women overcome their fears and hit their big goals. And so that's that's Craig in a nutshell. And today I'm going to ask him some specific questions. Uh, one of the things we like to do on the podcast is really get into the world of lots of different coaches who are coaching in lots of different areas. Uh, as I have met so many coaches over the past year, especially, we all come with our own story. We all come with our own background, and and that sort of forms for most of us how we become effective in coaching. And so I'm looking forward to hearing um, from Craig about that today. So I'm going to just ask you, Craig, to go ahead and do a little introduction of yourself. If you want to tell us a little bit about your history, uh, that'd be great. Just just tell us what 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 you'd like us to know about you. All right. A pleasant good day to all of you listening and those of you who will be watching or listening on the replay. For those of you who don't know me, I'm Craig Hadel. And like Kevin introduced me as Mindset and Success Coach. And I'm from the Caribbean island of St. Lucia. Also, I help professionals who are stressed and burdened by the businesses in life get unstuck and really hit their potential. Now, a bit about me, like you asked. The coaching is really, I mean, it's not mysterious, but it's shaker, if you will. And we all find this profession, or we all seek to help people, especially when you've been for so much, and the need just arises. Personally, I was initially teaching, I used to do physical education, and I left that to pursue entrepreneurship. I did a lot of digital marketing, web design, and a little bit of Facebook ads as well, and also email marketing. And during that time, also, it was really rocking because another thing that happened is that I ended up losing a child. And such turns of events, it really changed things very quickly for me. And, you know, that ensued a very rocky relationship. Whether they were linked, lost the child and the relationship, that's to be determined. But things broke off and personally had a lot of change, you know, and it was really uncomfortable. But really, what really led me to do coaching is the, what really led me to do coaching again is 
just seeing too many people fall by the wayside. Meaning they really, meaning they really have large desires. And for some reason, whether they believe it's with them or otherwise, they don't go towards them. Mm-hmm. And as I say, that always goes like this, the richest places in the graveyard. Mm-hmm. And yes, most of us will always end up there. However, the real meaning is that all of the unfulfilled potential. And as a teacher at the time, as a radio show host, which I didn't mention, I had my own show at 19 for a couple of years. I was already in the spotlight pretty young. Nice. And even now as a coach and as a product creator, I see so many people, so many, whether they're precocious, young, right? Or whether they're blossoming later, they simply never materialize. And something, some event begins to become the reason why they couldn't push on. Now, let me add some context here because when I say potential, it's not academic simply, it's not wealth only, but you know, that person that you really want to become, the things generally you aspire to, most people with a little resistance or just a bad environment, bad advice, then they give up entirely. So for me as a coach, that is what really my mission is to help people avoid and to really help people not give up on themselves. And even if they have, for some reason, really help them bounce back quickly and pick themselves on and live the lives that they really want to live. That's great. That's great. That's a great picture, uh, Craig, of where you came from and uh, sort of the, you know, the, the values that you have and what you want to see in others. I like also how you mentioned at the beginning that uh, most or I think all of us get into coaching by wanting to help people, right? And so that's a really common uh, reality of coaches is just that seeing needs and then wanting to find a way to help people. And a lot of times it doesn't it grow out of what you experienced or what you have seen around you. Would you say that's fair? Yes, yes. A, a bit of both actually because like – like I was saying, sometimes there are two ways to really get to where you want to go, either for lots of pain, and that forms a catalyst for people to really change, yeah, or just seeing it a lot, and then you're really learning from that. So yeah, you're right, technically. Yeah. How about when we talk about coaching, your own experiences? So can you relate any particular coaching experience for yourself or that you have been involved in coaching someone else that you think sort of highlights why coaching is so effective or so helpful? Well, I could think of a couple of situations off my head. And like you rightly mentioned, not just coaching others, but also being coached as well. Right. And I've had the privilege of being coached by many and really being in many mentorships prior. And I was actually working on one of my products recently and writing one of the sales pages. And when I did did the past tabs, I've spent close to $10,000 in courses prior. So I've had lots of education, lots of mentorships and whatnot. And the reason I mention this is that whether you're the one being coached or you're the one coaching others, really there is always this gap that there is so much uncertainty, but the subject really desires. 
and in my experience, most people really have, really don't struggle with the how-to. Mm. They struggle with the actual motivation and intuition to follow through. Wow. And most people generally really, it's, it's fear. It's paralyzing fear. And such fear is caused by really past stories, past right. beliefs. Also, my site is called the list of excuses that most of us make. Again, we don't call them excuses, but really, when we're not getting the results that we want, it can feel that way. Mm-hmm. So, it's generally my experience is really getting people past limitations of course we have structure as you know there is a lot of how to that goes into bridging change and really getting people where they really want to go but the biggest lesson for me that i see is that most people need that spark and whatever that spark may be is different for each and every one of us because we have different goals we have different ideals we have different paths right and really the process of change is really finding that and being in touch with it. Yeah. And that is what, when you really help people, for example, one of the other coaches, Evan, speaks about what you go towards and move away from. Again, this is a very good metaphor because most people lack clarity on this. And even as they begin to follow through, another thing they lack clarity on is really why they really want something. And typically, like I'm saying to reiterate, when others really, they have clarity with that and they're guided and they know that someone has their back, the change happens really, really quickly. It's not even always the how-to. Yeah, so you mentioned you mentioned three things there. I think that was really insightful. So the one is the toward and the one is away from and what was that last one you just said? Helping people get closer to why they really want something. Yeah, why. yeah. Yeah, the motivation, the core motivation. And the other thing is that with the why, it's unique because it's different for all of us. We may want the same thing. Yeah. Different motivations. We may want a million dollars each. Different reason why specifically we want it. Yeah. Okay? So... Most people, with all the stimulation, all the technological frenzy that we live in the current crisis, mm. that are in currently, if you're listening to this afterwards, right, right now in 2020, most people are afraid. Yeah. And one of the biggest things they're afraid of is not even everything that's going on, is what's next mm-hmm. for me. Mm-hmm. So it's that uncertainty, not just in the present time, but if where they really want to go, create this huge model of fear that they really need to get over and get into. And typically once that's done and they really figure out why they want whatever it is that they want, it's a lot easier. Really good. Really good. So so um, discovering what people want to move toward, discovering what they're trying to move away from, and really digging deeper into the the why or the motivation, which, as you said, is different for every person, obviously. And you, I want to go back. You said something earlier about um, these fears or these things that keep people from moving ahead. I think I think I heard you saying that um, 
people tend to, it's not an issue of knowing what they should do necessarily, but it's more an issue of having the motivation to get beyond what you described as fears. Is that correct? Yes. And another way I like to describe it is having the courage to live the lives that they really want to live. Good. And it's easy to dream. It's easy to have visions, to have plans. That's wonderful. We all should and must have those. But when the rubber meets the road, it is that courage to keep going. And one of the ways we remain bottled in is the need for perfection. Mm-hmm. So you find some people saying that I won't start my business unless X is in place. Of course, your fundamentals need to be there. Yeah. Or I won't learn that new skill until I have X amount in the bank. Mm-hmm. And the, the, your tuition may not be that much. But we have this perfect picture as to how things may look like or have to look like for us to take action. And typically, that's a lot of the, that's where a lot of the limiting comes from. Yeah. Now, generally, the courage to really get the life that you want also entails the courage to endure any pain that pops up because something will go wrong. You know, something unexpected will kick you off a cliff, like I mentioned recently. And, you know, it's going to come. And you and sometimes it may come from places you don't expect or people that you just don't anticipate. Yeah. You know, so it is it is the awareness of where you really want to go and that change will happen. But you're good enough, you're confident enough, even if you're not clear as to what the final picture looks like completely, to actually keep moving forward. For me, that is one of the defining factors of successful people. Not letting your current limitations hamper you or hamper your ability to take action. Yeah, good. Um, let me uh, ask you this. So, so let's say you just described what I think is is almost everybody's experience, and that is there's this dream, uh, there's this desire. You know, you you call yourself you are a success coach. So you take people and you help them realize those desires. So let's say. Let's say that I'm uh, I'm a person who you meet somehow, and I I start to describe for you that you know I want to start a business or I want to uh, travel somewhere or whatever it is. I want to send my kids to college, whatever the situation is. How? Okay, so you're a coach. I'm mm-hmm. a person with a need. How how specifically will you help me accomplish my goals okay. and my dreams? Fantastic. The first question I would ask you in that case or scenario is why do you want it? Mm-hmm. Why okay. do you want to, for example, start this business? It's important and it's not might be seem mundane because that reason will determine as to how you even approach it. All right? So number one, we'd have to get clear on why. Right? And that could be for some things that you may not look forward to as well. You know, some people, for example, want to get a divorce, mm-hmm. right? right? They may want to move on from a bad partner. So that desired step or opposite step may not always be positive, right? Right. So the first thing is why. Secondly, the second thing I would do is to get clear as to what is it do you want to get from starting this business, right? Yep. What is, what is the real thing that you want? Because surely, yes, it may be money, but what would that money get you? 
Okay. Right? That's more so, kind of back into the deeper why, right? The more, the deeper. Yes. Mm -hmm. Yes. And the reason th that normally I put so much emphasis there in the beginning is because most people want certain things because others have it. And mm -hmm. clarifying as to why you personally want something uh -huh. and what it means to you right. it really helps bring it home once more. Because in doing this, you may realize that building a business isn't particularly what you want. It could be, of course, if that's what you sometimes approach for help with. But even for people and clients who come in and they want help with something, that is never the real issue Yeah, yeah. a lot of times. Uh -huh. So generally, that is why initially I started with this self-clarification process. And then thereafter, to speed things along, since we want to limit the time with her, I would also begin to really look at what it would take, you know, and we would delve into your specific situation and what success would look like for you. Mm. Because, of course, that's different for everybody. And then as we clearly define the, the outcome and your reasoning behind it, then we begin to look at a way forward. And then I would hold you accountable over a period of time until you hit that goal and then thereafter. So generally, that would be a synopsis of my process and how I would really approach that situation. That's fantastic. Thank you. That's very clear. Um, so here, here's my next question. I, I'm going to throw this one at you. So let's say I just took notes. I took notes, you know, right now, and I said, okay, so here's what he does. Here's how he, you know, here's how he helps people have success. I'm just going to do that on my own. Why would it be better for me to have you help me than me just do it on my own? I love this question. Because it's something that love will ask. And in particular, especially those who don't believe that they need coaching. Yeah. <laughs> right? It's a very, very common question. There are many ways to answer this. One is that if you would have done it on your own, most likely, you probably would have done it. Mm -hmm. And even if it's something that's new, even if it's something that's brand new, generally, we are not always the best at seeing our blind spots and keeping ourselves accountable. Yeah. Right? Yeah. Another reason here is that generally most people give up very quickly and they rationalize it, which ties in with the accountability I just mentioned. Yeah. But what a coach does really, a coach really helps keep you accountable to your highest ideals. And that is a very important role in and of itself, as you may know. And that is something that your parents, your spouse, your wife, whatever the romantic situation, won't most likely do for you. Mm. And as you're going through the various transitions in life, and I compare it, the metaphor that I commonly use is that in life, especially as adults, you always have so many plates spinning. So, for example, our businesses may be going great. But our relationship is terrible. We, maybe we don't want to go home. Yeah. Right? Yeah. <laughs> or maybe something at home is going great, but the business is under pressure. So having a guide, a coach, or having really that extra person who really supports your growth really is a very strong catalyst so that you hit your goals and, and surpass them. Furthermore, that will really help in that whatever that you want, the coach in that case has experience doing that thing. Hmm. And even if they may not have complete experience, mm -hmm. 
we've already helped others similarly make similar transitions. Yeah. So that, that would be several additional benefits. And I want to hop on the last one because sometimes you may want to do something and your coach may not have completely done. And what you need to realize for those of you listening who, you know, that thought may be coming up is that the role of a coach is very important anyway because they're holding you accountable professionally and your best friend may not be able to do this as well because one, they're, they want to please you. And even if they did not, the relationship dynamic would change. So yeah. these are just many, many reasons yeah, why yeah. it's helpful to hire a coach and why it's just better rather than doing it only on your own. That's fantastic. Great, great um, and thoughtful, uh, real answers, Craig. Thank you for, for that um, understanding of coaching and I'm going to ask you another two questions before we wrap up today. Um, the the first one is um, so let's say that uh, someone comes to you and says, "Okay, uh, I think I need some help." Right. So I would really like it if you would um, if you would counsel me. If you, can you tell me tell me what I need to do? Okay, so you you know you you've gone through different things. Let, let's say it's something difficult. You know, you mentioned losing a child, and so they say, "Boy, I'm walking through." I really need you to tell me how to walk through this. What would you say, not specifically about that example, but if someone came and specifically said, "Tell me what I need to do." Well, the first thing I would say is that, as much as I may have options as what to do, my role isn't specifically to tell you what to do. I may give you options for you to consider, but the coaching process is, is very collaborative. Mm-hmm. And while there are obviously several options to be explored and several, even from personal experience, I may be able to help you with, but really, it really comes down to what we decide together. So I would obviously relay that, but the main thing here is that I cannot specifically tell you what to do because that is not completely the role of a coach. Right. And also that is really, because if that were the case, if it doesn't work out, you know who they will blame, right? <laughs> That's right. And with that aside, it's better that way. Mm-hmm. When the insights are self-directed and they're not forced upon you. Yeah. Yes, you may have to take actions at times that you're not comfortable with and be held accountable for them, but it has to resonate with you. Yeah. And yeah. that that is what really it comes down to. So, yeah, that is how generally I approach it, and I think it's the best approach. That's great. That's very helpful. Um, part of the reason I started the podcast was because I think the the concept or the role of a coach is fairly new. Um, you know, it's, it's something that's different than, um, a a counselor. It's not your boss. It's not, you know, it's, it's a different kind of role. Wouldn't you agree? It's a, I think to be as clear as possible, what, what are you doing or what aren't you doing? I think that's important to, Mm -hmm. to help people understand. Sure. Yeah. And yes, the role of a coach is an emerging one, especially in, various educational institutions. Now it's becoming popularized and becoming more of a thing. Even for managers and organizations, it's being right now added to their portfolios. Right. 
more broadly speaking, it's newer in that most people, especially in this technologically driven hyper change environment that we live in, and the amount of adaptation that we need to do, the the need is there. Mm-hmm. People need support. Mm-hmm. So to answer you directly, a coach is one who provides professional support. That's and good. the difference between that and the therapist, the therapist works in your childhood and your past yeah. problems. Really past unresolved conflict issues, they would deal with this. And also a teacher, like in the past, would teach you stuff that's already known mm-hmm. and really textbook information. Yeah. Loosely speaking. And a coach now really helps guide you also professionally, but really helps you see your next best self and helps mm. you to shine a light on what that looks like and really holds you up to that. Like I said a few minutes ago, as we grow, as we mature, as we take on more responsibilities, more plates, like I alluded to previously, yeah, more is demanded of us. And having that level of support is priceless, especially yeah. when you really have turbulence, unexpected events that happen. Mm-hmm. It really holds space for you to actually transition properly. So yes, the role of a coach is really emerging. And those of you listening or watching need to understand that, yes, you're strong, yes, you're tough, but you don't have to do it alone, <laughs> right? Yeah. You don't have to do it alone. You don't have to, I mean, similarly, you go to a consultant for specific business advice, those of you who that applies to, but if a coach via various events, transitions, whether it's having a child, whether it's losing weight, whether it's really moving on from a relationship, whether it's dealing with just a lot of negative events that happen and really settle into a new life, you don't have to do it alone that's personally. Great. Yeah. So really that's where the coach comes in. Yeah. Okay, Craig, this podcast is called Your Next Step because... Uh, I really think that coaching helps people, as you just said, get to their next self. But the way we do that is we we help people take their next step toward their next self. So, you know, as you were talking about earlier, it's it's the deeper motivation. We keep that out there. So I need to remember, you know, sometimes I have to remember why I'm doing this thing. And and it's a deeper thing than just today I want to record a podcast or whatever. So there's that goal that's out there, but also what should I do next? And so there is a next step for people. So as a coach, as someone who has been coaching people, if you were to say to someone, before you take your next step, what? What would you advise somebody before they take their next step? What I would advise them is to really take some time out and to clear their thoughts. Clear their thoughts, not just with all the distraction that we have around, but just lay it all out on paper or record all of what is inside. Because we move so much, it's like we never sleep. And I know in many cities, large cities around the world, you literally never sleep. There is always something going on. But the point is having that space for ourselves to really lay out what we really thinking about what are we insecure about what are we afraid about so the next thing really is being honest about what that is 
You know, what am I afraid of? What am I taking some time and reflecting on those questions? What do I want to do with my life? You know, who do I really want to be? Who do I need to be to have those results? Yeah. How do I need to be for my kids? How do I need to be for my church? How do I need to be for my employees? You know, and really such reflection typically occurs more when you spend a little bit of time alone. So that'll be the first step. That'll be the first step, taking time and letting it all out, whichever way is comfortable for you. And that is especially important for people who don't get the chance to do it a lot or they don't have many people to do it too. I would say start there. Yeah. And then the process will begin. That's good. Really good. Craig, thank you for uh, joining me and being one of my one of my first guests, my second actually, uh, being brave enough to come on and, and do something uh, new and different for uh, with me. And uh, I really appreciate your um, your awareness of, of how coaching works. And I know that the people who you're coaching are really getting uh, a huge value for what you're what you're giving them. And so I um, appreciate what you're doing. And uh, I appreciate your time today. If somebody wanted to, let's say somebody said, oh, I should get a success coach. How would they get a hold of you? So is you could email me directly at crejhalil at gmail.com or you can visit my website at Um The links may be in the description wherever this is posted, so you should be able to get it there if you may not get the right spelling. But in addition, what I love to do, I love to help people, and I want to give them something for free in that I want to really also give them a cheat sheet of many of those key questions that I mentioned and others that they could use immediately tomorrow, Good. today, yeah. and really ask themselves, along with a few other bonuses. So the URL for that will be crashhandle.com slash Kevin. And then when you visit there, you simply enter information and it will all be emailed to you. Awesome. So with that said, um, like you said, it's a pleasure being on here. Yeah. And also it's a pleasure just helping authors and helping authors understand what even what help looks like, what coaching looks like, what really what's possible for them because at the end of the day that is what it really comes down to yeah do you have the courage to go after the vision that you want and how you really get there so i'm really pleased for the opportunity i want to just mention uh that next week on the podcast i have lourdes gant who is going to be with us and she's canadian Happy Canada Day to all of the Canadians that are out there celebrating today. She's a mother. She's a wife. She's a business coach. She's a visionary. Uh, she is on Canada's top 100 female entrepreneurs list. Uh, and she is also, I'm not sure if this is current or this happened in the past. She was at some point woman of the year. Uh, so she's going to be um, uh, really an interesting interview. And I want to just say this as well. Uh, she has, um, here are some things that she has on her, on her bio. She's walked on fire, broken an arrow with her throat and a board with her hand. She has belayed Burma bridge and possum log. She's repelled down high cliffs. She has traveled to Asia, Australia, Europe, North and South America. She zip trekked and bungee jumped in Canada, parasailed in the Bahamas, skydived in Hawaii, swam with dolphins in Mexico and hiked 
the Andean Mountains with llamas. So there you go. Uh, next week, I'll just kind of give her the, the mic and we'll, we'll let her uh, share with us. But she is a, a business coach. She specifically coaches successful women in business. And uh, you're going to enjoy her, her take on coaching. And uh, that'll be next Wednesday. Thanks for listening. I hope you enjoyed today's guest. And I want you to know I would love to hear back from you with comments or questions. You can always reach me at kevin at nextcoaches.com or by visiting my website at nextcoaches.com and filling out the contact form. While you're here, I would be so grateful if you would like the podcast and subscribe because by doing so, you are helping me get the word out about these amazing and valuable resources. So thank you again. I'm Kevin Streit. I hope to see you again on the next episode of Your Next Step.